everyone welcome to injected podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives yeah hi everyone how's everyone doing this week how are you this week diana hey um i'm good i'm good sorry i'm alexandra (laughs) (laughs) you did the introducing for me i'm diana hey everyone (laughs) yeah Um, cute 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 i'm good yes you won't guess what I did Good. this weekend. <laughs> no, what did you do? I did pub golf. Pub golf? <laughs> pub I'm golf. so British. I'm so British. So oh. basically it's this game where, I'm guessing you don't know what it is, but it is... Um, this... Oh, I was assuming it's golf, but you nah, have drinks. That's what I thought it was, but it's, you basically <laughs> have to, <laughs> you have to score yourself on this sheet. So like you're in different teams, you're on a sheet and, there's different golf moves so when you hit once it means something when you hit the ball again it means something else like have you ever played golf all i know is golf on nintendo wii like i don't know i don't know (laughs) anything else (laughs) that's hilarious no that's hilarious like i don't know anything more about golf but i i've played like mini golf and i've been to ghetto golf in birmingham yeah that's that's the one that has drinks oh okay um it's like mini golf and drinking yeah i've done that i'm very i'm not very good i'm really bad yeah i'm i'm not great at it, but it, this this didn't involve any sort of golf clubs or anything like that it's literally a drinking mm-hmm. game so it's like you <gasps> the amount of spills you get and the amount basically mm-hmm. you, you've got to like chug your drinks and if you don't down it in one go and you take a break like halfway through you lose points for your team so um it's okay. basically a drinking game and you go to different pubs so we had nine rounds so we went to nine different pubs around like soho and um <laughs> i'm so surprised i can down drinks and i've never been the type of person oh, to do I it because i'm such a fuck i'm a wimp i will not do it but I, I did so well i downed a glass of wine it was a large glass of wine i don't know how the fuck i did it because i hate uh, it sounds I, I like, like you had a good uni night yeah i sound like i sound this like is what we used to do on social year olds <laughs> A 12 year old no i don't think so nah. um but <laughs> like yeah this is what we used to do we don't condone underage drinking guys no. <laughs> but anyway no um yeah this is what we used to do at uni like yeah interesting yeah yeah so i, I had a good weekend it's nice having some mm. alcohol in my system how was yours oh lovely messing up that level mm-hmm. um yeah my weekend was good it was chilled um managed to get someone to take me to Aldi. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that's that's about it. <laughs> get you a man who that's takes you to it. Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> huh, yeah. Hmm. I'm not saying anything more, but yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So yeah, that was that was good. It was good. Um yeah, but um yeah, that's about that's it. That's your highlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aldi, Aldi shopping was my highlight of the weekend. Yes, it was. Um, it actually was. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but um, that's fair yeah, enough. Yeah, not bad. I just feel like I've just been in my room. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still lockdown vibes. But I just feel like yeah. I feel like lockdown. I feel like there's gonna I feel like it's pending I feel like one is pending I just don't know how they can because so far no one like, this is on Tuesday so far no one's died from um this new variant so, from the Marian yeah from the Marian variant 
no, no one's passed away yet. So it's like, oh, why, but the Millennium Tour. The Millennium Tour has, <laughs> has been passed. postponed. <laughs> yeah, the Millennium Tour is postponed because they have to keep Americans outside of the UK. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm joking. All types, um, yeah, all types of Americans <laughs> need to That's stay so outside. Oh, gosh. No, there's this hilarious post. <laughs> is it the dancing oh. one yeah, it's a, the Amarian variant chasing me down the street yeah. and Amarian's dancing up and then this girl's dancing in front <laughs> and, there's another and one. then they have um, Stomp the Yard is it Stomp the Yard and they, oh, they've yeah. got um, yeah I can't I can't remember what the caption was but then it has Stomp the Yard and they're all like they're doing like a dance off and I, I'm sorry 2000s dancing films are fucking hilarious you can't like you can't watch them in straight face anymore because the dancing just the dancing ain't looking like the dancing ain't dancing and they you need know, to bring them like, back bring them back <laughs> nah but it's like but like the moves you're watching them like at that time it seemed like oh my gosh that was sick oh my gosh those yeah. moves but you watch them now and you're thinking what the fuck are they doing yeah like, it's that's like, not it's normal. like watching it's like watching Chris Brown music videos it is like, <gasps> oh my god yeah it is it's, it's just it's so like, over the top and so American yeah. like if, if you had to define American culture all you'd have to do is show them show us a clip of that and we could we could definitely work yes. out that they're Americans like it's mad yes and the clothes like from the clothing well. the aesthetic yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's the jeans you know what as well it's the hats I feel like this is the thing though because it's like Chris Brown came out and everyone was like oh my gosh Chris Brown yeah 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 mm. the next like kind of like the next Usher kind of thing but yeah. I feel like Usher actually Usher hasn't aged do you know what I mean yeah, his, his yeah. music has, has aged to. and even the dancing to the music like you don't watch the, an Usher video and start laughing at his dancing like you're, True. you're, you're laughing because <laughs> of the audacity of what he's doing about you remind me of a girl like excuse me no one mm. asked you but like we're not we don't look at the video and start laughing but the amount of kind of um like memes and where people are dancing they're always making fun of Chris Brown and it's just like it works better like, it's true nah. they were just yeah. over the top like Chris Brown it's like there was a demon inside of him I don't understand where it comes yeah. from like he's like so possessed much by something yeah he was really trying to be a Michael Jackson but it just <laughs> did not Oh, I hate that comparison when people are like, who's the best entertainer of all time? They say Michael Jackson, they say Beyonce, and then they say Chris Brown. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Chris, Chris Brown? Chris Brew? Yeah, like, are before you okay? Usher. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I feel like Usher, like, I know, obviously, Usher's songs are iconic. I know he went through his Climax era, but even Climax is a tune. Yeah, like, Climax you listen bad. back to Climax. Yeah, you listen back to Climax and it's like, actually, this is actually a tune. Like, it's like, yeah. you can't even deny it. it is, it's like... It's like one of those kind of songs where you didn't realise it, but it's a guilty pleasure. And yeah, it's it just is. Like, <laughs> it comes on and you, somehow you, you're, you're, you've, got, you've got a microphone in your hand. Yeah, you're in the shower. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. And you're doing all of the, yeah. you're doing all of the riffs and everything. Yeah. Like, the you mascara know, is running um, down your eyes. <laughs> Legit. But he actually so, has vocals yeah. though. Like, it's like Usher has all the vocals. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. Oh, actually, yeah. I think we can compare Usher to Mariah Carey. Similar yeah, era. Same. They're the same league. They are similar-ish mm, era. She did 80s stuff, didn't she as well? She's a bit older than him. Yeah, she's a bit older. 
Yeah, but I feel like they're but, the same um, like level of people might like kill kill us for saying that because maybe I'm not Mariah enough. Like, <laughs> like I'm not that, educated enough. They are very they are very different. Mm. But then at the same time, with the riffs and the but Mariah Carey likes to do. Usher can actually sing live. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah can though. It's just people caught her no, off guard a couple Mariah, of times. No, Mariah could back in the day. Mm. Yeah, we haven't heard her in a little while. Hmm. Maybe she'll and be back for we Christmas. Shouldn't because no, no, no. Because we we've heard a like kind of kind of recent times, and after that performance, she's like never again, <laughs> never again. <laughs> she's just like, let me just make my money from my Christmas song, mm. which um yeah, it's fair anger. That ultimate, like, how can that song has not aged either? It once you make a good Christmas song, you're set. Maybe we should do. <gasps> Maybe it. we should do a Christmas <laughs> episode where we just like. Talking about our songs. top ten Christmas songs, yeah, should we? I, Even though we are not music connoisseurs, but well, yeah, we we are now. So well, top, we could do top ten Christmas songs, top ten Christmas films. We could do stuff like that. Yeah, let's do top ten, top ten Christmas dinner items. <laughs> oh yeah, good idea. That I can do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a plan. Okay, we'll plan it out properly, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everyone wants. It won't be a it Christmas won't be episode. <laughs> uh, look, we gotta keep with the times, guys. Like usually, I'm not really a Christmas a Christmas girl. I'm just like, look, my Christmas tree ain't up because I got too many plants now. I don't know where oh to my put God. it. Um, <laughs> put some tinsel around your tropical plants. <laughs> See, everyone said that, everyone says to decorate my plants, but it's like I feel like that will just make my plants look tacky i don't want to upset them you know they do have feelings mm. Mm. not yeah. scientifically but <laughs> yeah but like they have feelings um they are they are people they're my children so <laughs> well then they're not even my children so some of them are older than me okay. <laughs> I stole them. oh my god yeah i stole them from home Wow. So like I got this I've got this yucca tree. I'm sure that one's probably that one's definitely older than me, which I stole oh from God. home. And like but literally as soon as I brought it to London, it shot up. I think it, it didn't Aww. like where it was at home. Then I've got another one. I've got a money tree here which is definitely <gasps> older than me. I love money trees. Definitely. I've got a little one. Well, I had a little yeah. one that my granny gave me. She gave me like a little snip of of it and now it's like oh, a big tree like, i've had it for about like oh. seven years and now it's it's so cute i love it that's good yeah this one i've got i've always remembered it in my household and like this is like a part that has fought that had fallen off like a long time ago my mum grew mm. it up again so then yeah. and then i took it from the bathroom so i know i know this tree is definitely older than i am um and then I've got another plant. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's mm. called. But um, that's I've just always always saw those plants in my house all the time. I don't know what it is, but it's flourishing here. It loves it. So Love I really that. just want to. I want to buy a shelf. I want it to make a plant shelf. Yeah, but I do need it. to get permission. I need to wait till I move. I don't oh. have no time. No, as in like <laughs> I want to just you know like just a freestanding shelves like. Yeah, like I see what you with, mean. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get get one of those and just stack my plants in there but um i don't have anywhere to put it (laughs) there's there's no walls available in this place so um yeah i just remembered as well i've um i have a bamboo plant and basically one of my ex-boyfriends bought it for me 
and it was tiny when I got it. Mm-hmm. And then it started to die. And then I'm quite superstitious. Like as soon as I broke up with him, it started coming back alive. And now <gasps> I'll show you it at some point. It's a massive yeah. fucking, it's almost like a tree. It's almost as tall as me now. And it started off as like oh, a little wow. baby. So I feel like it just shows, you know, break up with your boyfriend yeah. and your, 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 plants, your, will start your plants will grow. Your plants will grow. Yeah. <laughs> no, guys, we'll, we'll share our plants and our story. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah. To, to involve you guys in this conversation. Um, Anyway, what are we talking about? So, um, we're trying to not be too miserable today. So, we've got a couple... No, we've got one miserable thing and then the rest is all fine. So, and even um, that, it does, I'm not sure if it's miserable as such. It's, no, just, it's, it's quite, quite interesting. It's quite liberating as well because people, you know, you, you'll understand once I tell the story, I guess. Um, yeah. but, so, <laughs> there's this British MP called Richard Drax and um there's a lot of conversation around him at the moment because mm-hmm. um in Barbados there is a plantation um called uh, Drax Hall and uh, um um, um pe- people out there historians and professors and stuff are for it to be open to the public mm-hmm. um because at the moment it's not open to the public like no one can get in there um so and wait. his one sorry question yeah. quick so this mm. guy owns this plantation in Barbados. So this this so plantation has been that opened it. This plantation has been passed down in his family in mm-hmm. Barbados, yeah, and he yeah. still just owns it. He in still Barbados. just owns his land in Barbados, and he's and he's just some British MP that like is like our dad's age probably. How, he's just like like how yeah. does it feel to know that you are a direct descendant of a slave owner? How must that feel? Like well, clearly well, he don't care, but. Yeah, you'll know his opinion in a minute. Yeah. You'll know his opinion in a minute. And it's not <laughs> it's not cute. <laughs> but that that's mad because all these British I people know. are trying to pretend like they have no <laughs> like they have no um yeah. no connection to, to slavery. But um anyway, yeah, carry on. You know what? I think I've got his name wrong. It's either Robert or Richard. Hold on. Oh, it's only um, his first name. It begins with an R. R Drax, call him that. R Drax. Yeah. I'll call him Draxy. I was gonna say I was Draxy. I was gonna I was gonna say like someone else, but <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to say his name. Okay, I don't know. Oh, you would know, know. <laughs> that one. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll find out soon. Um, so yeah, his his ancestors um, were I think. I just said his name is James, his like great, great, great granddad or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was one of the pioneers um, of slavery in the Caribbean. Of course. Um, and yeah, which is just like horrific, isn't it? Um, so, and he's set to inherit the plantation. So he doesn't have it at the moment, but in the next year, few years, he's set to inherit it. Um, and it made lots and lots and lots of money. Like the, <laughs> like he, he is incredibly rich right now. <laughs> What? No, carry on. Just carry on. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at the fact that this guy. This is tragic. This guy is set to inherit a plantation. <laughs> I'm inheriting like I don't even know. Probably like my my parents' plants. <laughs> He's inheriting a plantation. Sorry. Cute. No, it's the way it's- <laughs> Plants versus plantation. Okay. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> carry on, carry on. Um, 
so yeah, at the moment it's private to the public. Historians at Barbados Museum are saying that the property holds a lot of historic knowledge that's vital for people to know about mm-hmm. and it adds to the country's history. So um, they want to look at the records, but at the moment they can't look at the records and um, Cause this guy it's predicted as well that... Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> still sorry. <laughs> sorry. I just can't carry on. Carry on. Fuck's sake. It's predicted that hundreds of enslaved people are buried there as well. Mm. Which like in the grounds, like what are they which hiding is crazy. On this so they also want to get they're hiding something. In it. Like there's there's obviously like documents in there that say that explain how the slaves were treated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which yeah is interesting, and also archaeologists want to get in there and you know Excavate. see what's going on. Um, yeah. Um, so they want to put the puzzle pieces together, look at the property, find more about how the plantation was run, and um, professors also believe that this isn't enough. Once they gain access to the building that isn't going to be enough because they also would like reparations, which yeah, you know, I think is fair enough. The country would like reparations and they'd like the Drax family to invest in the in Caribbean countries because um, nothing was given to the countries suffering from centuries of neglect and the legacy of enslavement. So I think it's all fair enough. I'm all for reparations and like these countries, you know, like put some money into the country. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that hard. It, well, I, I wouldn't think it's that hard. What I don't, Surely it's not what that I hard. don't understand is how this guy has knowingly, <coughs> th- these people, this family knowingly mm. owns this plantation and mm-hmm. they've just been just chilling on that information. And then, and then to the yeah, fact that now, like that this guy even lives, he live. he's a UK MP. Yeah, current like so, running so M- uh, current this MP. This guy don't yeah. even live in Barbados, so this guy no. lives in the UK. Knowingly owns, knowingly is part of the ancestry that owns a plantation. And mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't they have? Like, long time ago, they could have just tried to disassociate themselves from that. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, like yeah. taking their money and ran. You know, because a lot as well, a lot of uh, people that actually were pioneers and opened the plantations, a lot of the names changed throughout yeah. the um, like the time that slavery went on. I don't know whether it's it was always a tactical thing or whether it was um, like that people got married, etc. Things just changed, but it but worked like, out it, in their family favor. is one of the only ones. Yeah, exactly. And this family is one of the only ones that. Um, has the name stuck to it for this amount of like, time. Like, it doesn't so, make sense. Like, you would have yeah. thought that they would have tried to have hidden that up, like, a couple of generations ago. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're, yeah, they're obviously very proud to proud owners yeah. of a plantation in Barbados. Like, I mean, I don't think they're going to visit this plantation. Do you know what I mean? Like, for a holiday or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, they must they mm. must own property in Barbados as well. Um, yeah, I think this plantation is massive as well. Yeah, it when would I, be. I watched a little Channel Four documentary, and it's huge. Like it produced so much sugar. It's it's like crazy mm. amounts. And um, yeah, there's people interviewed, like local people interviewed in this like Channel Four little documentary about this and, specific um, plantation. About yeah, yeah, and they they were talking about how they'd walk um, like around the plantation or through it, not actually into it. I don't, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. They're saying they're walking around it, and they had no idea that there were hundreds of like enslaved people buried Mm-mm. there. Like they, there's just not the education there because they've they've hid it. Um, but yeah, Richard Drax, 
the MP has said that um, the role that his relatives played in a slave trade was regrettable. <laughs> but... <laughs> Regrettable. <laughs> There's even a but. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, carry on. But no one today can be held responsible for what happened hundreds of I'm years sorry, ago. I'm sorry. There's lots of people who I can hold responsible. Like, we can start with the royal family for one. Like, we can start with the monarchy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of people I can hold responsible because I I started I started watching Hamilton again over the weekend. Yeah, and it's like it's going through. Mm. Hamilton is based like, you know, French Revolution times, yeah. And yeah. in Hamilton, like, okay, the idea of slave slavery is happening and they're talking about freeing slaves. No one like like they mm. they mention it, they make a nod towards it, yeah. Um yeah. so in that time when these Americans wanted to revolutionize uh, revolutionize away from the British monarchy, away from the crown to become their own mm. democracy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. So this time there was slavery happening then. So I don't understand how this UK are really still trying to act like to act like they had no involvement and pretend like it was America's mm. thing. Because at the end of the day, I'm sorry, you were the ones who sent people over to America and they went and built their life. Then they decided that they wanted nothing to do with you. Like, I'm sorry, it was you mm-hmm. who was in charge that whole time. You were in charge when you went and put slaves in America and started yeah. this yeah. whole idea. So I'm sorry, like this whole idea of, no, it just, I can't, I can't, like, I don't know how Britain is really, they're really pretending, they're really trying to, And even we never, we don't even hear about like that. Obviously, we don't hear about that history. Like, we don't, I only hear, I've only ever heard of that, of like American history through watching TV programs since a lot of TV is American. Mm -hmm. And like this whole idea, this whole thing of the Boston Tea Party and all of that. I've only seen it through like American shows. And I find it crazy Mm. that all we hear about kings and queens, but we only learn about them from Henry VIII and then we skip how many kings and go to (laughs) Queen Mary, Scott, whatever, then then Queen Elizabeth. Bloody Mary. Yeah, to Queen Victoria, obviously iconic. She was reigning for how how, how, how long and all that bullshit. Mm. Um, Yeah, and we just- And now Elizabeth. Literally, we go we go Tudors and Victorians, and like that's a big gap between the Tudors and the Victorians, and then and then then mm. we go to Queen Elizabeth, and then we and then we don't even learn that much about her and what she's doing. No, we we don't, don't learn about the Commonwealth and what they've been doing with the Commonwealth. We don't learn about that stuff. Like, yeah, I think it's very interesting what they don't want to be telling us. And then we start to learn about American history when it comes to Martin Luther King, and we don't even learn about that. Like, yeah. I just read about that myself. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> but why is it we learned about him like we learned about him but bare minimum briefly stuff. but I remember reading up on him mm. in year four there was like this English assignment we had to do and we had to choose these books on people and like there was Mother Teresa there was um, I want to say Louis Braille or Thomas Braille so the guy who made up mm. Braille basically um, and there was other other people like everyone was going for Mother Teresa everyone was going for Mother Teresa and I went for Mother Teresa and then then Martin Luther King was there and then I didn't know like the, she just showed us the book she didn't tell us who it was and then she mentioned who Martin Luther King was I was like oh and I was like oh can I swap for that one so I swapped for that one and I was mm-hmm. the only person who did my project on Martin Luther King 
Um, me not realizing at the time I was the only fully black person in my class. Um, like, yeah, but <laughs> that's why. Oh, there was also a book on Gandhi as well. Um, yeah, and it, wasn't Gandhi a bit weird? I heard that he was a bit. Didn't he beat up his wife? I don't know. Sorry, fact check. Like everyone, go and have a look online. I don't know, but like I know, like Nelson Mandela, um, he cheated on his wife. What Winnie? Yeah, is that her name, Winnie Mandela? I think so. Unless she's a new, unless she's a new wife. Fucking hell! Well, I watched the Malcolm X movie the other day, and he um, cheated on his first girlfriend with a white woman, and. That's kind of what triggered him to, to um, be a bit more outspoken initially. What, because of, or, white, because I, of I the white woman is. he was dating? You know, I don't actually fucking know. I don't remember. But he dumped her eventually because he he had the view that, like, black people should keep marrying black people and, you know, building. Uh, but but he, just, he just had to experiment like first, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he cheated on his black girlfriend. Of course, or like this girl he was dating. It's it's the Denzel well, movie. What it is, girl that he was dating. You know, that so- you know what that sounds like. That sounds like you know when. <laughs> Sorry, you know when black men, yeah, they at first they're just like, oh yeah. I stand up for my black people, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, this is my this is my woman, but really they're doing their business behind closed doors. Mm. And then next thing you know, <laughs> then then you know when they realise, oh shit, I made a mistake. Oh, I love my woman. And then they want to go grovel and then they want to start gaslighting saying how, yeah, this is what black families, we need to be making black families, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's what that <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> like, I don't want it's I don't so want true. to be, you know, saying, saying dirt on Malcolm X's name, but come on now, like... Typical. Mm. It's, it's kind of typical. It's such a good movie, though. Is it? Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, back to Gandhi for a sec. Um, oh, he married. Okay. Oh, I was oh actually, this ain't this. Because <laughs> he said back to Gandhi, and I thought we were gonna go back to Richard Drax, but no, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but Gandhi, Gandhi. No, but this is a bit messed up. Like, it's, it, I won't blame him for this, obviously. But he was fourteen years old when he married his thirteen-year-old wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> So that maybe there's more to it, but yeah, I I heard things. There, that it might have been like there might be like religious odd. as well and um, reasons yeah. to why they got married young. Um, at least they were the same age. Like um, <laughs> yeah, there yeah, might there might be mean. like religious um, connotations or whatever and other things mm. and and as well the time that it was. Obviously, it wasn't like Victorian yeah, times, yeah. but you know. Back whenever it was. When was it? Like, Wasn't it like the sixties? Was he alive when I was alive? But when I am alive, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know much about him at I all. Think Gandhi. <laughs> I feel. I feel like Gandhi was like the sixties. But don't I, quote us, please. I always see him as like Jesus, like that. Jesus, old. <laughs> no, 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 no. Gandhi is in Jesus age. Oh, is he still? He was assassinated. Poor guy. Oh, he was born in 1869. So it was quite a while ago. 69. He, he was born in 69. 1869, 18. not 1969. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, he was assassinated in yeah. 48. God, they fucking killed him. How rude. Wow, 48. Because he was he was trying to bring about peace. Of course they, of God, course they killed him. Everyone gets shot, didn't they? Like yeah. all of the... 
all of the icons and people doing bits. Yeah. Oh, because didn't um, Martin Luther King, wasn't he taking inspiration from Gandhi's teaching of peace? Oh, was he? I'm not, I don't really know that I, much I about so. Martin Luther King. Um, I think so. Mm. Um Anyway, sorry, tangent, uh, we digress. Yeah. Richard Drax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he said all that about, oh, like, no one today can be held responsible for what happened hundreds of years ago. Um, okay. Sorry, I'm back. back. Yeah. Um, there there yeah, was a book. Did we hear um, what came after the book? Yeah, so he said, but no one can be held responsible for what oh, happened hundreds of okay, years ago. Okay, and that's where the tangent came um, from. Okay, cool. Let's carry on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they can be because if, if black people are still dealing with the legacies of race, uh, of slavery and we're all, and colonisation, we're all fucked. Mm-hmm. You lot, it's your responsibility. If you, if you gain wealth and you're in a higher position now because you gain money from slavery it's your fucking duty to be given back to the people that are in poverty the thing is that he's saying that because he's like look i ain't gonna be the only person paying now do you know what i mean like i'm sorry my family (laughs) my family have had this wealth for how long we've been doing this for how long we kept it like we kept the plantation for how long i ain't not giving up money my money now when it's like actually like the plantation wasn't my business. I wasn't alive when the plantation was doing was plantaining. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's, right. <laughs> that's. I don't think that's the word. But um, yeah, but well, slavery wasn't my business. But like, I'm still you know having to deal with shit because of you. <laughs> and like just just like just like Richard Drax is still reaping the benefits of that generational wealth from slavery. Yeah. We're still reaping the emotional trauma cons <laughs> yeah um, trauma is a better word than cons <laughs> <laughs> and um i just the generational trauma um correction mm. but like i um <sighs> with this i feel like the thing is yeah the, oh clearly other plantation owners were smart enough to change the name of the plantation so they they could mm, you yeah. know or make sure that they married into different families change their name along the way or so you know they could have he could have gone and got a, a cheeky double barrel but you know he didn't want to be doing that mm-hmm. um most of these families were um smart enough to do that however this guy <laughs> like clearly they they very clearly see pride in in this and he could have like i mean a couple of generations ago, they could have sold that plantation and sold it to Barbados, you know, and made made some money from mm-hmm. it and be like, yeah, we want to give this back to the country. They could have they could have spun it in that way. However, now, like now that would not run. They would not be able to sell it to Barbados. Like literally, like now mm-hmm. it's at the point of give up your land. You're not you're not fucking doing anything with it. And yeah, and you true. start paying us, and that's what it is. Like you give up your land, or, and you start paying us rent. Because <laughs> why do you own this plantation on, in our country that you don't mm-hmm. live in? Like, and this is the thing as well. Like, there needs to be this thing of just like how um, the people in this country want to be like, oh, get out of our country and all that bullshit. You know what? You need to give up your land in a, in a country that ain't yours. Give up your land. Why do you yeah, have land yeah. in Barbados that you're not using? 
What are you doing with that land? What are you hiding on that land? What What is in the contracts? What contracts were drawn up how many generations ago mm. that this land has to stay within this family? What 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 has gone it's on? True. There's something that they're hi- they are hiding something there. There's something that is being hidden. Mm-hmm. And that is where the problem is. Like, and... <laughs> yeah. I, f- I even think the way that he said as well, that um, my relative's actions were regrettable. regrettable. They're not regrettable enough because you're not, you're you're not, not opening regretting. your fucking wallet. You're like, yeah, you're, you're not, regretting. not regretting anything. So how are their actions? You're enjoying the money. <laughs> Enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> regrettable oh. way. So yeah, Richard Drax. Look, Barbados has just got rid of the queen. They will. They are coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> they are coming for you. What's that meme? Uh, In Barbados, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that? Um, wife, wife swap. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, with the boy. You sent it to me, like <laughs> yeah. The cop. But where where was he from? It's like you ain't you ain't home now. England. Yeah, I know, but what yeah. I don't know is it's like, you, you ain't home now. You are in Barbados. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> nah. So funny. That wasn't a very yeah. good Bayesian accent, anyway. by the way. Like, my Caribbean accent just comes in yeah. and out all the time. Like, it's not it's not a good one. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, we don't judge. <laughs> cool. Anyway. So, yeah, bye, Richard. Yeah, Richard. Richard Drax. Why are you owning land in countries you don't need to be? Pay some tax. Yeah, that's what we want. (laughs) (laughs) Pay some tax, some reparational tax. That's what we want. Yeah. No. (laughs) Anyway. Sorry. I don't don't know. I'm so sorry, guys, because I literally laughed the whole way through that. Like, (laughs) yeah, same. It's a trauma response. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, mobile awards. I didn't watch it. But but, mm, but we know I. it happened, <laughs> and we reckon- and we're experts, so we're gonna talk a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we recognise it happened. No, like the only comment I've got on like the mobile. This is this isn't even just on the mobile awards. This is just like kind of any awards that we have in the Britain that are kind of directed towards black people and black excellence. Mm. Um, I feel like. Like I understand about self-expression and also kind of black culture and people coming up and, you know, there's a certain type of dress code, like as in like we we wear the trackies, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a certain type of street wear that, you know, that represents black culture. Mm. However, I really do feel like a dress code should be sent out because um, like I, I just feel like you see mm. these award shows and then you just get up and down of what people are wearing like and I'm and it's just like when you kind of think to the Grammys I don't know if Jay-Z ever went to the Grammys in his baggy oversized jeans and his oversized (laughs) t-shirt that you know you know those ones where where it went to their knees in the 2000s you know like I don't Mm. think because I obviously I'm not going to talk on Jay-Z today because you know like Today he's he's a grown man, you know, who's gonna wear a suit and he's got lots of money. Mm. But um, you know, he's grown and as well his style is is different from obviously when he started. Um but I just feel like 
they wouldn't go and collect an award. I don't, well, look, I can't even talk on this because I don't know if he won any awards or whatever. Like, I can't really talk. But, um, <laughs> but I just feel like, do you know what I mean? In that, in that dress code, especially yeah, in a yeah. world, especially in this time right now where we're all stunting, stunting. And, um, I, I understand that there's different ways of t- stunting. So um, Deanna was just filling me in that Central Sea and he went on stage with all of his boys and they're all wearing Calendula Goose jackets with the hoods up and whatever. Maybe they were scared of COVID. That's why they had all the hoods up and all that stuff. But, um, <laughs> you know, like we need to think of these they things. Were yeah, they were, they were hiding Omarion. from the Omarion variant. variant. Um, so like, <laughs> you know, all of these things, we need to consider these things as well. Take those into account. Um, but yeah, like I feel like... You know, like, aren't they tired of looking the same? Aren't they tired of like, like, I mean, these people are celebrities. They're very new celebrities, but it's kind of like, where's mm. your stylist for the night? Or, you know, where is, yeah. you know, why, why, you know, you know, level up where, you know, wear, wear a blazer. It's, We've, you know, you could it's actually be a bit mad because, like, we've we've just come out of a lockdown, and they've been like, they a lot of these people have got famous during lockdown, mm. and it's like this is one of your first big award shows. Why do you not want to go all out? Why do you not want to look sexy? Why are you turning up in tracksuits when you you can pay for a good stylist yeah. to come and make you look great? Like you could look amazing, but you'd rather turn up looking like. But then, but then again, just, like. I do have to to the shops. Yeah, like I, and that is what they looked like they were doing. But like I do mm. have to kind of come back to okay, yeah, this is their drip, this is their style. They're being yeah. like, look, I'm winning my awards, and this is how I'm winning, and like this is me. Yeah, yeah, which is good for them. But at the same time, like, can you not give? give the kids something to aspire to other than <laughs> tracksuit and Canada goose. Like, can, can they aspire to, you know, like why are these kids still aspiring to man's not hot? Like it don't make no sense. Mm. Wearing the big jacket inside on stage with all those lights. <laughs> Look, man's not hot. Like Michael Dapper was even there. Wasn't he hosting? Like, and he was in a suit. Yeah, yeah. Michael Dapper looked good. Like, <laughs> cause I did see him and I was thinking, oh yeah, he looks good. But it's like, uh, like Michael Dapper even made fun of the whole man's not hot and you guys are still trying to do what man's not hot mm. and it's just like it's just embarrassing it's embarrassing like just <laughs> I agree because it would just be nice like, I know the kids it, it's just nice to get dressed up it's nice to feel maybe that is where they feel their sexiest in their Canada Goose coats but <laughs> like it, it is just nice to get dressed up like you see people like even like um like young Philly and Chunks, right? Mm-hmm. They wear tracksuits in all their videos and stuff, but they come out and they looked so good this in their is the suits. Thing. They they had like fresh trims. They look really yeah. great, and they they won their award. They did their thing. Like they look amazing. Why? I I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I think I'm asking for too much. <laughs> I think the thing is though, yeah, because these people like they're kids and that, and we're all in this kind of drip culture, blah blah blah. Like we're in we're in this era and I think we might we'll probably talk about more on this next week but we're in this era where we were like especially with kids now all we're seeing is stunting 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 on Instagram stunting on TikTok mm. oh you buy these expensive things you buy the labels blah 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 and you just buy what everyone else has because that's what everyone has mm. and it's like no one has their own sense of style 
And it's like, okay. Mm. And because these brands are a status symbol, like instead, like, and as well with how, um, okay, I'm going to say black and urban culture. I'm going to say it like that. With how this culture um, is now kind of taking over certain aspects from these brands. So, you know, you wear Mm -hmm. the the big coats, you know, you wear all of this Mm. stuff, like, I feel like because they're taking over these these parts of the brands and it's a status symbol having this brand, but look, we're making it look, what can I say? Mm, I don't want to say gangster because, you know, we don't make it look gangster anymore. That was very kind of 2000s, isn't it? Mm. But they're making it look drill. Let's just say we're making it look drill now. Or mm. I don't want to say grime because grime is a different era now as well because it's like now it's these kids. Yeah. All the grime artists were dressed nice. Yeah, and, like, and, but and that even shows that their age. Do you know what I mean? They're older now. Yeah. They, they have yeah. stylists, you know, like, mm. you know, they... Maybe it's an age thing. I think, I think it is. I think it is. And yeah. it's just like, you guys ain't cool. You know, the the man <laughs> the man's not hot thing ain't cute. It's not, you don't look good. Like, we're just wondering, we know you guys will stink under those coats. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they've tried to cover up with their expensive aftershave. <laughs> and really, you guys need to get in the shower. And, you know, don't know how much the dry cleaning bill is going to be on those coats, but you better go get it washed. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, it's, it's a shame that people just don't have no sense of personality to actually have a sense of style of their own. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it would be and nice well, to see people dressed differently. It's but, this whole idea you know, of they have autonomy over their choices. Yeah, and sorry, just just another point. It's this it's this whole idea mm. of everyone. This it's like, don't you find it? This whole thing, this whole drip culture, is like they've mm. established their own uniform. <laughs> yeah, because they With all. The track when I saw them go up, when when Central C won his award, they all went up all looking the same like, like and then you see their little heads poke out the hoodie yeah. and it's like oh like, like this whole this on? whole squad <laughs> gang thing where everyone wears the same clothes like why is it that you've established your own uniform like you guys are annoyed every day wearing your school uniform all the time <laughs> to then come up in life in your little squads and all of that wearing a uniform all wanting to look the same like just where's your personality I I just don't know where it is I don't know who you are I don't think you have a personality like your personality is drill gang like mm. Mm. sorry sorry to them man but that's our that's our mobile highlight that's our mobile (laughs) highlight just like us ranting about like yeah, sorry. Well done to all the winners. Yeah, well done to all the women, <laughs> winners and all the performances. And yeah, um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't watch, so we can't really comment anymore. Um, mm. But yeah, we wanted to quickly mention about Boxing Day. Um, the day this episode comes out is going to be the last day it's showing. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's literally been out a week, hasn't yeah, it? It's actually only out for a week. Mad. So, um, Boxing Day, it come, it came out on the third of December. It finishes showing on the 9th of December. We're so sorry. Like, um, me and Deanna have not seen it. I was gonna try and see it on no. Sunday. However, you know, mm, things 
things came up, illnesses came up. So like, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, but um, yeah. So like, we we're just we we're just thinking like this is going to be a proper feel good black Christmas film, and like, and as well, I feel like with a lot of black British films, we don't. Um, I feel like this is kind of been the first time where it's kind of centering like kind of Caribbean, black British Caribbean culture, which is just something that we wanted just to make mm. like a nod to. Well, from what from what I've noticed, what from what I've gathered so far, um, mm. like my, one of my friends has seen it. They're invited to like the the, sh- the showing and stuff like that. But um, nice. yeah, nice for them. Mm. But um, <laughs> yeah, so like... <laughs> Yeah, and like um, she really liked it. Her family really liked it. They really enjoyed enjoyed the film. Um, so like we like I'm a bit, I'm hoping, and we're speculating that this film must be coming out on some kind of streaming service for Christmas because we don't really understand mm. why a film would come out in cinemas and only show for a week. It doesn't really make sense, and where there's only one weekend available. For for people to try and yeah, see it yeah ridiculous and even like yeah and when you go kind of up north and stuff like that outside of london like some of the showing times are at random times like there'll be one showing a day and it'll be at like 9 p.m like something stupid like yeah on a weekday people want to be going to the cinema at 9 p.m like like they don't work in the week like it just <laughs> and yeah, i just feel like yeah. even with that it's a bit like what the hell like what so black people don't sleep and and this film doesn't even need to be catered just towards black people so why is it not being given like more credit as a christmas film they don't make it accessible like i'm sorry but a lot of us work Mm -hmm. a lot of us are tired and a lot a lot of us need our sleep and the thing is a lot of us would have liked to have seen this in the cinema like a lot of us exactly i would have loved to see i was gonna go and see it like on the 20th like actually closer to christmas time and then i found out it's out for a week (laughs) like yeah why because like literally as well that's the thing and they didn't even advertise that it was only showing for a week i feel like they should have i feel like that should have been mentioned because like i'm i'm only hearing about that it's out from kind of because I listen to one extra and from Instagram, you know what mm. I mean. But then and like and from, from listening to other podcasts, yeah. yeah. But then like the thing is, is that nowhere anywhere have they said, oh yeah, it's only showing for a week, so you know go get your tickets, blah blah blah, or giving a reason to why mm. it's only showing for a week, or letting people yeah, know like there's no reason because I'm sorry, a Christmas film, a Christmas film that's called Boxing Day, which is actually like and Boxing Day being a holiday in the UK, like you know like. Mm. How many people would have gone and seen this film on Boxing Day? Yeah, <laughs> like because that would have been that would it's have been true. a nice family thing to do. Like everyone gets bored as soon as Christmas Day is gone. Everyone's bored on Boxing Day, and they're all trying to get out of the houses. That film would have been packed out on Boxing Day. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah. that would, and even just kind of like having. Like even to go see it on Christmas Eve, the week of Christmas, people would have mm. gone to see the film, and it's just like. I hope it's coming out on some kind of streaming service. I don't know, like if if this must have been some kind of strategic decision. Maybe they did it like this because of there must be some kind of speculation of lockdown. You know what I mean? Mm, there's there's gonna be strategic don't. decisions <laughs> to why they decided to only do it for a week and why they're deciding to maybe this is allegedly this is just me speculating. So I can't even say allegedly mm. speculation. <laughs> it might be coming out on a streaming service for Christmas. Like, I don't know, but 
yeah sorry guys if you guys missed Boxing Day or if any of you guys saw it let us know what you think what you thought of the film um, but yeah like yeah. I'm, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it I still want to see it um, yeah I do if I'll, I'll watch it on the streaming things if it comes out yeah then. hopefully like, I'm not rushing to get to the cinema speculation yeah like I was literally trying to rush mm. to go to the cinema on Sunday and it's a shame that like yeah that, that was the only choice I had you couldn't make like it. I couldn't wait until next mm. week or the week after I had to try and squeeze that in when I found out and you know it's just a shame it's a shame but um, yeah yeah We'll give you all a review once we've watched it, though. Yeah, well, hopefully, <laughs> if it comes out on a streaming <laughs> service, like, you know, I feel like the hype yeah. won't be there if we have to wait until next year. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, it's true. Because Boxing Day, who wants to hear it? Hear a movie about Boxing Day? Yeah. Hmm. But, um, oh, well. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. So, um, have you heard about. <laughs> Jesse from Little Mix. Um, I think you you sent me something is, about this. Yeah, so she's dating a guy that um, Leanne used to date. <laughs> Didn't, wasn't this like Leanne's kind of ex from like ten years ago or something as well? Yeah, from like when they were back on the X Factor, really, um, or just after the X Factor. Yeah. Um, so when they were all close girls, like um, this guy was dating Leanne. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now 10 years later, he's dating Jesse. It's weird. That's given me... So it kind of confirms that Little Mix, like their friendship is not a thing anymore because that's just... Yeah. That's just fucking odd. It is it's very, very odd. odd. It's very... It's very odd. It's weird. It's very incesty. Like it gives me a, a creepy vibe. Yeah, and it, it doesn't even matter how long ago the ex was and that the person has moved on because it's kind of like... Out of all the people in this world, <laughs> why that person? Yeah, out of and, the seven and billion. And as well, why has that person sought out you? Like mm. in the back, like considering what's just happened and the backlash and how it was all brought to light, why has that person come to you? It's true. They either want clout or they're just stupid because as a mixed race man, seeing what everyone is saying online he probably thinks Jesse's mixed race Mm. (laughs) yeah but that that just proves that he's stupid (laughs) that proves that he's stupid because I'm sorry if you're not if you're not aware of all of the like um, conversations on social media then where are you like what's going on well not even on social media it's in the mainstream media Mm. so he's ignoring it on purpose but um, you know that's some men for you um but yeah i just think it's not it's not a nice situation like if if i saw one of my old friends was dating um one of my exes i think i'd gag it would actually make me feel sick i would just be (laughs) i don't i don't think i can talk on this because like i feel like they don't really have any exes (laughs) for old friends Mm. to date yeah but um if i did have an ex and one of my old friends would that da- was dating them i'd be like why like i'll just be thinking both of them are obsessed with me clearly because why because mm. like they must only have things to talk about that revolve around me like i'm sorry i've already been there <laughs> with and like i've been there friendship <laughs> yeah. with them and i've been there 
romantically with the other one. I'm like, I'm sorry, like it don't that nothing's sensing. Like it just that wouldn't make sense to me. I think as well. I think one of the bad parts of this is that you probably as Leanne she probably went to Jesse when she broke up with him and was like this is the deal this is what happened I know some breakups can be like civil and fine but they, they but she would have known the they time, were friends for 10 years after that relationship so Jesse yeah, would exactly. have known about yeah and if it was a bad breakup as well if it was if it wasn't a very nice breakup and she's confided in Jesse and now Jesse is like with the guy that she went to after they've just, just a had bit... a weird feud about black fishing yeah very odd it just all seems very yeah very it's probably not a malicious move I doubt Jesse's being malicious really? but at the same time it's, it's like malicious when, when... <laughs> do you think <laughs> on both sides I don't think it's malicious I think it is because I'm sorry there's there's I, I how don't. many men in this world but that man sought you out and you've decided to entertain it and be like oh yeah but like I feel like I I feel like it's a move for clout that she's trying to keep relevant mm. and the only way she keeps relevant is doing something By towards Leanne does it has to be just <laughs> anything that's linked yeah. to Leanne is what's going to keep her relevant so someone that's has told her to do like even like someone has probably told her oh this is oh yeah you should do that just you know you might as well date him just to you know you'll you'll be in the papers get some, get a bit of money have a few stories out of this you know like I just feel like hmm. well it might not be li- malicious towards Leanne I do feel like it's a move that's just random and it's for clout and just to get money because yeah. like, out of all yeah. the men and we've and Jesse hasn't true. doesn't have a history of dating anyone of colour but she dated oh one. did she Guy from Diversity, one of the mixed guys. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. But I, t- I just, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't like situations like this. I just think they're uncomfortable. And like you say, there's so many people in the world. Like, why would you go for one of your friend's exes? Yeah, I just, it's just a bit. I icky. think it's for clout. It's for, yeah, it's just to stay relevant. No one's talking about her. Her song didn't do very well. Um. Mm. But even so, right, I think, I don't know about you, but I think the idea of my friend having sex with someone and then... And then you like, get in the sloppy seconds. God yeah, forbid. I just think that's weird. It is weird. I think that's so weird. But then boys do that all the yeah, time. Yeah, but like boys guys, like to pass around girls. Guys sleep with the same girl. They pass them around. Yeah, but I don't... Why? I, I, that, because like, they don't have something to talk about I, afterwards. I they don't it. care. Like, men oh, my God. They talk about yeah, it. Yeah, men won't pass around oh. a woman that they that they respect and like. Because they don't like it. If, if they know... Okay. This is... A, <laughs> okay, fine. Story time. <laughs> this is a situation I've been in, yeah. Mm. So... You were passed around. I wasn't passed around, no. Don't. <laughs> okay. Hilarious. No, I was not passed around. But basically, like, I was, I met someone, this is uni times, I met someone, and obviously in uni, everyone knows each other. But like, I didn't need, I didn't know mm. that they these people were in the same friendship group because I'd only just met them. So I met one guy, yeah. And then like, we were seeing each other kind of thing. But like, very early, like mm. I saw him once. I met another guy a few weeks later. Okay. And then mm-hmm. a week later I saw him. Then I was just kind of like, mm, not feeling this kind of thing. Yeah. 
Okay. Mm. Then then I started to see the, the guy number one again properly for a while. Okay. Seen him mm. for a few months. So probably like from, I want to say November, November. So November to January goes, January, I'm getting a message. Mm. Oh, how do you know this guy? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> lol. <laughs> yeah and and then it was kind of like we'd spoken about our sexual history anyway so i was like oh that was that was yeah. this guy who xyz blah 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 and then mm. he goes oh he's one of my boys i'm like oh well uh, nah. well what can i do about that i didn't know that you know <laughs> how am i meant to know that and, and then he was just like okay yeah it's fine he was like okay yeah it's fine because obviously i'd, I'd disclose this information anyway so but mm. then this was something that was always held over me like what i was seeing this guy for a long time um this guy was like yeah, my main yeah. situation in my life and <laughs> mm. So I've seen this guy for a long time and that was something he always was trying to, he was always holding over me and he just, yeah. Really? And it was just something of the fact that, cause obviously he liked me and he had respect for me. He didn't like mm. that one of his friends has also had an experience with me kind of thing. So like guys who yeah. actually like, guys with the women that they like, they won't be passing them around. However, with guys that they, with women that guys like, okay, it's just a bit of fun. They're, they're not too bothered. Mm. They will they will pass them around and they do it they do it openly. They do it willingly. And the thing is, yeah, the thing is like these girls, they don't realise it, but these guys are talking. These guys are actually sending sending your profile to each other and then they're jumping in your DMs. It's not a coincidence. They're sending it. They're, these guys are sending your number to each other. That they're is doing weird. it. You know, I've had this, I, I spoke to this guy before and he said that he's, he, one of his friends was like, both of his best friends were like in serious relationships. And he said that they would forward him profiles of girls that they've seen like on, on the timeline or on the explore page. They'd forward him profiles of girls for him to like go and follow and move mm-hmm. to because they were like, oh, if I was single, I'd move to her. So look, you have her, yeah. like, you you move to her. I just find that's, that also weird. Like, is dating that serious? Is no, it that, but that's, is it that's, that like strategic? That's not even like about dating being serious. That's very, um, yeah. in the sense of kind of seeing women as property and sharing yeah, women and, objects, and sexual objects yeah mm. and like that's and that's where like lack of respect for women kind of is with a lot of men mm. do you know what i mean and this whole idea of men yeah. who are in a relationship living through their friends um kind of thing and being like oh yeah you mm. should you should try it with this girl or whatever and see see how it is and then they expect like you know a run a run down afterwards um, but yeah, because like, th- these guys are Very talking, weird. they are. But like, but then obviously these these are. Mm. I'm obviously talking about trash guys. I'm I'm talking about trash men, everyone. So um, obviously mm. I'm not saying all men before you lot start coming for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about trash men who like to pass around women around their friendship group. Mm. But um, yeah, but it's a thing. Yeah. yeah, I remember one time as well. I was um, dating this guy. Actually, no. Before this, I was just I was seeing this guy, and then we stopped talking because he was just getting on my fucking nerves. And then a month later, um, I was talking to someone else, and I looked on their Instagrams, and on the new guy, mm-hmm. on his picture on his birthday, that my old guy commented happy birthday, so they knew each other. 
but they didn't follow Mm-mm. each other. So I was like, hmm. Weird. But <laughs> why like, would you comment hmm, happy birthday okay. and not follow each other? That's weird. Because London boys are funny like that. They're all stush and they don't like like the, but why comment? the ratios being a certain way. Of what? I don't ratios know. of what? Followers? As in men followers? They're following and followers. Yeah, like that. I think it might be like but that. Then, I don't so know. They, or just they generally. They like purposely when... checking, looking for their friends' profiles to comment happy birthday. Weird. Exactly. I don't know if they were friends or acquaintances, but... Yeah, but yeah, why has he gone out of his way to comment happened. happy birthday? That don't make sense. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe it's a networking thing because they kind of worked in the same industry. Um, no, because then they'll be then following. Then Sorry, was, like, none of this making sense. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I was um, I was out one time with the new guy and um, someone came over to us um, and he was friends with the old guy that I was speaking mm-hmm. to but I didn't know they were friends but um yeah like they were talking and stuff and then we walked away from them afterwards that this this guy that we bumped into mm-hmm. and um and the new guy was like oh the, this is this guy he works here he does this um have you heard of this place that he works for and I was like no I haven't but in my mind, I was like, shit, that is where my old guy used to work. Okay. Or he works there. And they're colleagues, basically. And I was like, oh, my God, if this all adds up. And then the next day, or a few days later, this new this guy that we bumped into liked my pictures and like was viewing my stories. I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't like nah. all of this London like interconnectness. Like, what how do people find people? How do people like get on yeah. people's profiles like that? How do people like know why does everyone know everyone no, in the that's city? Weird. I don't like it. That's weird. As someone that comes from the outside as well, when I come in, it's like now that I've I've seen it all, like the dating scene, it's like everyone knows everyone, everyone's friends with everyone. I'm just I, I'm not getting involved anymore. I'm I, I can't be bothered. Like it's too much. Yeah. I don't like how everyone is in everyone's business. Yeah, I don't like that either. Nah. It's just creepy. It's very weird. That's very weird. Mm. But yeah, um oh, we wanted <laughs> Yeah, so like we were having a conversation um like a couple of weeks ago me and Diana, and basically we were just talking about is it wrong to have racial preferences when dating like and we were kind of mm. debating this and we had like kind of i won't say we have different opinions but i feel like i feel like we were discussing yeah. the topic and like we were kind of like yeah we had kind of there were differences in like we were, we were just trying to mm. like when we were discussing around the topic it was just like oh but like does does kind of having a preference, a racial preference mean that you're kind of like, one being um, kind of, does that mean you're discriminating against other other races mm. for one? And two, like about kind of, is that limiting kind of your scope and limiting yourself from actually finding finding your one kind of thing if you believe in the one mm, yeah, to be honest, I don't yeah. necessarily think I do but um yeah no. um or is it a fetish as well yeah. like that's another thing yeah so um, like we just, just kind of wanted to bring oh, this back this topic but, um and just kind of discuss yeah. it because I feel like I get everything that you were saying um we'll repeat it all here now but like I get everything that you were saying mm. but then I don't know. I just always had an argument to everything. So um, yeah, I don't know if you if yeah, you want to if you want to start. But it made sense because the thing is, I don't know where I hundred percent stand mm-hmm. on this. I just think 
that for me, I personally don't have a racial dating preference. I have in, in times, like say for instance, when I finished school, because I had such a bad time with white guys because mm-hmm. they like picked on me and stuff. I was like, they're not my, I don't really want to get involved. I don't want to mm-hmm. be. And, and one of my exes as well, his family were like racist. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't and do I think, this for my and own I sanity. that's a valid reason. And I feel like as well, yeah, so yeah. if we read books like Queenie and stuff like that, Mm. There's a lot of black people who also use that reason for why they are not dating within their own race. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's true. And, um, and yeah, like that's I, I definitely go through that flip flop phase because then it's like when I date black guys, the ones that I attract, like I've said this before, I like the colorist. So it's like, oh, I don't really want to date black guys anymore because I'm constantly attracting these. So let me date mm-hmm. white guys again or let me date Asian guys. Let me date mixed race guys. So it's it's just it, I don't care yeah. for the skin color, but it's just the things that come along with it, like the biases and mm-hmm. the stereotypes and the like baggage that comes along with different different races that you could date. It's just it's all it's all quite complicated and Um, and I understand in that sense of like you can't kind of just put it down to limiting yourself to one race when sometimes there might there mm. might be some kind of um I don't want to say issue but some kind of like obstacle when it comes to dating anyone um in general like yeah yeah um so like I get that completely um because well basically because what I was saying was that I don't think there's a problem with having a racial preference when dating. Um, and this came up, mm-hmm. I, we started this conversation because I said about how I was, I was looking at Hinge and just thinking how, no, I was just thinking about Hinge and I was just thinking about like, why yeah. do I like this app so much? Like I, guys, I love the app Hinge, not not because of the whole dating aspect. <laughs> I actually love the app, the actual app and how the app works. And I like yeah. the fact that you can set your preference of, your, you can actually set racial preference of who you want to date. Yeah. And you can set it as a deal breaker, which when you set things as a deal breaker, it means that, oh, you, you're not open to anything else. And it's not negotiable. Yeah, and they have it, they yeah. have it with lots of things, but you, but I think they only have race open and they only have race open. Heights? Not, they don't have high open if you don't pay for it. Oh, so they only have race open on I the swear, free version. Maybe I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, but like, if you pay for it, you can set your height, you can set all of that um, kind of thing. But remember, men are mm. lying. <laughs> so, <laughs> men are lying about their height. Like, I've, I've even seen, they can't lie about their race. No, but I've seen well, them. Can actually, I've seen them do it. You... I've seen guys who have put every single race on there. I've seen if you select if you select I'm looking for a black guy you sometimes just get like a white guy pop up it's like are you okay yeah. like, what, what are you trying to gain I, from I this I haven't <laughs> seen white guys pop up in a long long time but I used to sometimes see a, a, the odd mm. white guy pop up um, anyway so what I what I was thinking was that was like actually what is good about this being able to set racial preference as a deal breaker is that there is a level of safeguarding in that and in the sense mm, of yeah, actually, I I only want to, so for me personally, I would prefer to just date within within my own race. I prefer to date black people. Um, however, like I'm not kind of closed off to dating, uh, to dating other races and outside of my race. I'm not closed off of that, um, but it would most likely stay in kind of people of color rather than 
Um, so mm-hmm. it would most likely stay kind of like with like Southeast Asian, black people, um, may- maybe East Asian, yeah. you know, it might like that would kind of be like my bubble kind of thing. Um, why? Why do you think not white? And basically, and I think that comes back down to my experiences growing up. Like Preference. it's not, it's okay. not even about the fact that um, the fact that like, you know, in your case, like, you know, the white boys were bullying you kind of thing. But in my, in my mm-hmm. case, it was just more like, I was never someone who was desired kind of thing. Like just growing up mm-hmm. in school, I was never someone that was desired by anyone but I was that person yeah. who like, okay, people would like, I had one boy who used to just grab my boobs all the time where it was just like, oh oh, like it was just like, <laughs> can you stop? Um, <laughs> um, mm. You know, just stuff, just stuff like that, you know? And um, so for me, it was this whole case of actually, like I've grown up around white people all this time. I've never really experienced having a boyfriend well I mean if people want to come at me technicality like I had a boyfriend mm. in year 10 um but even then <laughs> if people want to come yeah, at me if people want to come at me year 10 to, yeah my year 10 friends <laughs> they want to come at me technicality but but like the only reason why I mentioned this is the fact that he only went out with me after he looked at every one of my friends in my friendship group first Ugh. so <laughs> like Cheating. even in that sense it was like I wasn't the one who was desirable. It was more of like, he had to take, Mm -hmm. he had to take like a double, triple take to look at me and actually think, oh, actually she is pretty. And it could even, and it, and like, I don't know, but going through his mind, it could have been, she's pretty for a black girl. Do you know what I mean? So, um, like, there's no Mm -hmm. way of me knowing that. So in my case, I'm just kind of like, from, from my experience, like, um, from after going to uni I realized black guys like me kind of thing and I'd rather yeah I'd rather be in a space where I'm desired and wanted than be in a space where I'm not do you know what I mean so trying yeah yeah. you're trying to see yeah yeah so because it's such a thing as well like with white guys sorry with white guys you you actually don't know like say if you're on a night out Mm -hmm. and I get this is why you might like hinge a little bit more as well if you're on a night out and say for instance with me, I go out with a group of white girls and a group of white guys come over. I don't know out of all of them, if any of them like black mm. girls or mixed girls, I don't know. Like, whereas all the white girls, they have the advantage of just assuming um, like having the Eurocentric yeah. beauty. Yeah. That, just assuming that, they're going to like, they're going to like the guys, all of us or one of us. Exactly. One person will get with each person. But with me, I'm like, Oh, I like not even thinking if I like them to be yeah, honest this was me growing exactly. up it's not even a case of like oh I don't even like any of these lot anyway but it's like well all of these girls are gonna get one but I'm probably not because you just don't know if white guys like yeah. black girls and yeah it's just it's it's because it, it's strange that's isn't the thing, it because like, it's like they have their secret preferences because yeah, the thing is like because I, I had that mentality of like like what you just said about um mm. not knowing if they like if they like black girls kind of thing. And um and basically as well, because yeah. I even had that kind of from black guys <laughs> as well. So that's another thing. It got to a point where it's mm. like, no what, let me date where I'm wanted. And I'm wanted a lot by West African. <laughs> you know and and yeah. you know East African kind of thing. Like um um wait, Zim is south Zim is southeast? East. Yeah, yeah. southeast. Well, yeah. That's that's kind of my range of 
guys I've been attracting. Mm. And um, <laughs> so then it was just like, actually, it's nice to feel like I'm attractive. It's nice to feel that people want you. Yeah. And, um, and this is the thing. What the reason why I like Hinge so much is because is that Hinge is normalizing you can have a like your dating preference can include race kind of with what kind of look you Mm -hmm. go for because and I feel like this is where Love Island is not is missing the mark because this in this Mm -hmm. whole idea of trying not to be racist and trying to be inclusive they're they're instead of Specific people saying, "Oh, I like white girls. I like black girls. I like mixed race girls. I like I like Asian girls." Blah blah blah. Instead of that mm. being an actual thing and people being able to specify what they like, they're getting a very closed cast where people are pretending, people are saying code words around what they like. Yeah. To then they're saying they're, say, they're saying all the code words and they're getting on the show for mm. them all to like blonde girls with blue eyes you know refer to our episode blonde hair blue eyes (laughs) where we spoke all about that (laughs) with love island and um, (laughs) blonde hair blue eyes only that's what we called it Uh, but it's like and in that sense i'm just like love island like if they they could actually get a very well-rounded show of people in this uk where they can actually have and find compatible people compatible people and the thing is what i've noticed as well because they only have people on who they have people who are from Essex they have people on who are from like Midlands mm. they have people on from everywhere else like you know Newcastle all of that they have everywhere else in the UK yeah. but then you don't you don't ever really hear people say that they're from London that much it's just like oh they're from, they're from London but they're the, they're the what was his name was Charlie in it and he was the hunter or something <laughs> <laughs> Those are the people who are from London. No, Chad. No, what was it? Chugs. 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 Oh, yeah. There was, what, you there was another him? guy called Charlie who was a hunter, but that was a couple of years ago. Who's, I don't he remember He was a him. hunter. Charlie and he hunter. had blonde hair. Oh, yeah, the one that dated Ellie. <laughs> Ellie, little don't, Ellie, don't blonde Ellie, hair. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. The hunter. I'm done. So I'm just like, those are the people that they find from London. And it's like, where the hell do you find these people? Like, you, it's like, do you go to Oxford and yeah. Cambridge and scout them from there? Like, what is this? Um, yeah, because they found Hugo and Chugs and they both went to the same uni and did like, um, what is it, cricket or something <laughs> together. <laughs> there you go. But they do recruit the most, it's like they get the most random people from across the country that they know probably aren't mm-hmm. compatible and just put yeah. them in a house. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and it's just like, Love Island, they're missing a mark because they could literally actually get a diverse cast of people who would be attracted to a diverse range of people mm. or be could be actually have potential love interests like, Sorry, I was listening when I was listening to Black Girls Living, uh, Black Girls Living, and um, Rachel was on there, and she had she had mentioned yeah. how they put her in. She had said who she was interested in, but then they put her in at a time when she wouldn't mm. actually last in there. She's the first bombshell to go in, but yeah. like there were two other bombshells who could have gone in who would actually who said that they wanted the guys who were there. And would have been mm. compatible with those guys because that's what they said they liked. But they put Rachel in at a time when there was no one available yeah. for her for them to go for her to steal anyone or for her to get mm. with anyone. So it's yeah. kind of like even with stuff like that, devices like that. Fine, yeah, you're chucking the black people in, but you're not putting them in there so they can last. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
But then I I also think, I do agree with what you're saying, like it would make things so much easier if they if everyone did just state what they were looking for. But at the same time, it's like, I, I wouldn't, I would feel uncomfortable if it was like a white girl coming on a high. I'm Liam, I'm 24 and I like white girls. Well, like when watching just, Love Island. I don't, yeah, when watching Love Island, like if that was if that was part of their like specification around like this is what I'm into. I like white girls. I like Asian girls. I I just find it a bit. I don't think I would I mind. I always think that there is. But I've carry I, on, carry on. I just think there's there's deep there's sometimes or most of the time there is a reason why people like certain races. So I get with mm-hmm. you. You date black guys because black guys find you desirable and you've just got more more of a connection with them. I get it when it's um, interracial. No, not interracial. What's the other one? Inner, inner in dating. So when black people date yeah. black people, when Asian people date Asian yeah. people, and that's their preference because culturally that's what they've got things in common with, blah, blah, blah. But when it's I'm white and I only date white people because of white supremacy... <laughs> It just gives me a bad taste in my yeah. tongue. I'm just like, hmm, hmm. But I also understand, like we were talking the other day about how, because I was like, what is white culture though? What makes yeah. them come on? And then and think, I was- I, I only have something culturally in common yeah. with white people. And But like you you made so much sense because you were like, well, yeah, pubs, raves, house music, football, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. And I thought, yeah, that is, that is actually true because most black British girls yeah. aren't, going to the yeah. pub because like, and that's the thing so because I just made the comment of well maybe the whole cultural argument can also be said for white people who are only like well yeah. the thing is yeah. though, white people don't need to specify that they only date white people they don't need to like it's just because they're everywhere it don't matter they don't actually have to specify it yeah um, but yeah. then the thing it's like a but, given. yeah but then the thing is and this is what the problem of Love Island is is that white people don't need to specify mm. race if they're only dating white people so yeah yeah. yeah, it's true. And um and I feel like but then as well I was just mentioning culturally like if a white person and a white person like get together better with white people it's because well culturally there's there's things in their culture which like they can have in common and like you know just mm. with all those things that you just listed and um from like you know which maybe other cultures aren't into that but then it's kind of like when and even when it comes to kind of interracial dating it's always seen because and I've seen Mm. this kind of with even like my friends growing up like um because whiteness being the norm like they expect everyone to fit in their culture so like I was expected oh yeah let's go to the pub I'm like I don't that don't sound like a fun time to me but <laughs> whatever that's what we're doing now yeah. I don't I don't even know what to order to drink at the pub I don't I don't know what to get like you know just even <laughs> stuff like that like when growing up I used to get arches and lemonade like <laughs> this is how much I just didn't know what I was meant to buy and um and this even with this whole culture of like getting around and stuff like that like you know I've been I've been mm. going to the pub with work and stuff and it's just like no one better ask me to get no round because like I'm sorry I'm a, I'm a junior salary yeah. over here like <laughs> <laughs> that is true I'm on a junior salary getting round so, white people are very generous they with are drinks. very generous like, that is something they're very which is, generous which is good with. but like the fact's but the fact of the matter being like that, I'm not really a big fan of the of the pub, and all I keep getting is old man ciders. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that it don't work in rounds because <laughs> like n- instead I'm just gonna be moderately tipsy on old man c- ciders, which make my belly feel nah. gross, and then I end up throwing up red. You need to get gin like, and tonic. Uh, get no, gin I hate and tonic gin and tonics. I hate gin. Gin is what? gross. Oh my god. 
Gina is, is disgusting. Oh my gin God. and tonic culture, trash. I'm sorry. Like, even the fact like mm. gin, gin and <laughs> tonic is like a new, is a new, like, you know, cool, classy girl thing. Like, but yes, you don't, you don't even taste good. Like, I'm just like, I tried, oh, I did try the gin and tonic thing, but mm, it's not for me. I don't like it. So <laughs> and it's just like, I just, no, and as well, gin hurts my stomach as well. I'm just like, oh no, like, I can't. Mm. You can always get like um, Malibu and Coke or Bacardi. Yeah, but Coke I, I don't see. This is the thing. Like I hate Coke. I don't like Coca Cola, so I oh can't mix God. things with Coke. But lemonade, Lem- lemonade is okay. <laughs> like I'm not the biggest fan of fizzy drinks. Like I like mixing my drinks with apple juice. Like <laughs> it tastes nice. But um, <laughs> like, but this is the thing. Like there's things I can order. Yeah, like you know, I've I've worked it out in my in my 26 years. I've I've worked it out. Yeah, you've but, yeah, right, but then because these these are kind of like cultural things that just isn't questioned because we're just grown up with in the proximity of whiteness all the time, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's okay for white people to want to date within their race as well because culturally that is all they know and culturally this is what they do. And the thing is, I I also believe that um kind of with the argument of like okay we've kind of it kind of reminds you of white supremacy and are they racist or whatever. Mm. I'm like, well, mm. it's better that they do date within their races so they don't come across any of us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of my opinion oh, on it. <laughs> You know, like leave, leave the people of colour alone. Oh. If you're racist, leave us alone. So, um, and I just feel like that yeah. that is the thing, like, However, the problem definitely comes when it comes to fetishization, which I think is another Yeah, I was argument. thinking that. And um, I thought something that was interesting. I, I hope you don't mind me bringing it up. Like, let me know. If, let me know. Um, no, just um, basically yeah. like you mentioned about you weren't sure if you, if the fact that you wanted um, like black children. Oh, yeah, yeah. If that was you fetishizing yeah. them. In which mm. kind of like I responded to you saying about how it's not a f- you being mixed race. It's not a fetish that you want black children because there's certain things, especially with mm. with how you are, your personality. There's certain things that you will want to teach your children and you would want to kind of um, kind of pass down to your children that that like mm. only you can do as a black woman and and yeah, there's yeah. certain things and there's certain ways you want to be able to raise your children and I feel like the question of as well like and this comes into it and I don't think this is fetishization in the sense of kind of like say if you mm. were to if you if your partner was to be white and you had mixed race children that it does come to um, yeah. the thought will come through as in like not we're not quoting Prince Charles here, but um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that <laughs> Prince. we're not quoting Prince Charles. But the question Archie. the question will come into it about like oh, okay, yeah, what like will your children be closer closer in proximity to whiteness or closer to in proximity to blackness? However, at the end of the yeah, day, yeah. regardless of them being closer to whiteness or blackness, there's still things that you'll bestow upon mm. them regardless of you being a black woman. Yeah. However, true. like the fact that you would like to have children who are close in proximity to blackness mm-hmm. because of your your um personality because of how you've grown up and because of what you can teach them mm-hmm. and how you can bring them into this world i don't think that is you fetishizing with the fact that like there's certain things that you want to pass down to your kids and 
Whereas yeah, it's because it's yeah. not coming to the point of, oh my gosh, what the fuck are they going to look like? Oh my God, uh, they need to have green eyes. They need yeah, to have curly literally. hair. Oh my gosh, their, their skin needs <laughs> to be light. You know, it's not it's not coming to that. So, um, and in that sense, I feel like, because we need to kind of, kind of differentiate like real fetishization and just actually having a preference and yeah. kind of what you would and how you imagine bringing up your children and how you and that's and as well like just like I said that's not to say that you won't still you you won't still do that regardless of who your partner is because you would you can exactly um so true but then then it is this thing where you just you're just thinking yeah oh but like I feel close in proximity to my blackness and I don't want them to feel like that's washed down that and that is that is a legitimate kind of um thought to have yeah, because I even think like equally, if I marry a white man or an Asian man and my child comes out and they're not as close to black as what they would be if I if I married a black man, then it's whatever. Mm-hmm, like, of course. I, it's not it's not going to kill yeah. me that my kids have come <laughs> out with like lighter skin. But um, yeah, like it's just that kind of being able to teach your kids certain things. Mm-hmm. And just I know that I'd just instill so much confidence and so much like love into that children regardless mm. but I know that like I'd, I'd raise some very powerful um black children that would not take yeah. shit like I, I know I know and I just I like the idea of that but then at the same time I don't care like it's it's I don't even know if it's a preference it's just something I think about I'm like yeah like I think I'll be a great mum regardless mm. but I'll be a great mum to black children but if I have children that are close to white, then it's, yeah. you know, whatever. But like, like you, the thing I'll is that the all. things that you still teach your children, which are things that like from, from yourself and your own learning is just yeah. about, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, light skin privilege is a thing. Like that would be something that you'd be bestowing on your yeah, children regardless. Exactly. So like, I feel like in mm. that sense, like, I can understand why you're just like, well, it's not a preference. You know, it's not a preference. However, like there are different aspects that, okay, I would like to bestow. And there's no way of knowing how we can, how we will bring up our kids, especially when we don't know who our kids are going to be. Like, you know. um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They could come out any any tone, any like personality. Mm. But yeah, like I think that's, that's, it's definitely different to the, the racial dating preference mm. because like the fetishization when say for instance we're watching Love Island and then a black guy comes out and he's like my name is Aaron I'm 25 and I like black uh, I like white women like that it's, it's just like it's there's layers mm. to it this this whole topic there's so many layers to it it's like mm, is that problematic if I saw that on TV yes yeah. I would feel uncomfortable yes I feel that's a bit like, like I don't like when, you when we come to um when when we come to when it's like okay another race saying that they would prefer a mm. different race so this is so this different is race, why yeah. when it came to the argument of white people dating white people I was like I don't I've, I don't think there's a problem I think that's okay because yeah. at the end of the day there's no fetishization involved they just want to date yeah. someone who's close yeah. in proximity to what they are kind of thing um, mm-hmm. however so say in this situation that this scenario now a black man coming out mm. saying that he likes to date white women <laughs> this is his preference this is now bringing up all the things of colorism it's now bringing up 
anti-blackness mm-hmm. it's now what is the reason mm-hmm. for you only wanting to date white women because this is just sounding a bit like yeah. you hate black people and yourself and yeah <laughs> and like this is where and stereotypes exactly, and, and this is where like yeah. the issue of fetishization comes in because it's like what because now we have to unpick why is the re- what is the reason that you only want to date this type of woman mm-hmm. and I feel like this is where I feel like this is this is where the difference is I feel like there isn't a problem having a racial preference if you want to date your own race I feel like there isn't a problem there yeah however the problem occurs when someone of one race says I want to date a different race and only that race and that would be a problem yeah, yeah. if there were whites saying that <laughs> about any race mm. uh, about any race if there were black saying that about any race as well because mm-hmm. there is this fetishization in even in the black community of kind of like asian women as well as white women as well as like kind of any other women yeah. except for black women you know like why is it that you yeah. want to exclude just black women it's um yeah mm-hmm. um so true and i feel like that's kind of where like where the problems lie like obviously i can't i can't fully speak on kind of like um like the asian community and stuff kind of like specifying um different races Mm. that they they want to date like um just just in the Mm -hmm. sense that i'm not close in proximity to that but um yeah but in the sense of kind of like say when when we hear black men and even black women specifying that they only want to date certain types certain different races Mm. other than their own because a lot of that comes in self-hatred a lot of that is just a bit confusing because even when amber said that she only dates um she only dates white guys she don't date black guys that's that was also Mm -hmm. a problem it is a problem and and her excuse a lot of people's excuses being like oh they remind me of my dad why does every black man remind you of your dad? That's weird. Like, <laughs> that is fucking weird. <laughs> like, like people don't have personalities. Oh. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I think I, <laughs> I think it's um, it's it's strange to think that so many people their preference is someone that looks nothing like them mm-hmm. because it does show that there is some internal hatred or there's some internal um, conflict going yeah. on because you. it seems like you don't see beauty or you don't, you're not sexually attracted to people that like look like you mm-hmm. or like you, you, it just seems like, yeah. you know, you don't, you're not, I can't even describe it. I can't even put my words together, but it just seems like you're not, you don't love yourself mm-hmm. enough kind of there's something there but um yeah i think i think this is where yeah love island if people started saying stuff like that this is where i don't think they're ready i don't think they're ready um i don't think people are even ready to admit it yeah i feel like people aren't ready either like what one part of it as well is that when it's this like we've got to think about what you were saying the other day personality is also a Mm -hmm. big part of falling in love with someone and if you are so stuck on like the race of the person that you're going to be in a relationship with like that is your main thing like when you're listing your name your age blah 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 blah, and the Mm -hmm. race it comes up that is one of the first things that you think about I do think like there is so much more to people than what they look like and like bits of their culture Mm -hmm. like like 
for instance, for me, right, it's what we're talking about. Because I was like, what is what is white British culture? And you were saying stuff. And I was like, yeah, but I, I eat bangers and mash. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was saying, like, I have bangers and mash, like, once a week. like, And I was like, but I, I, um, I don't go to raves. I don't do cocaine but I, <laughs> I um, go to a pub every now and then I enjoy football and that doesn't mean like that that might mean it's a British thing and not a white well, thing yeah. but it, like I, I don't know where I'm going with this point but I think I was, was so I basically because like because I, I was mentioning about how well like we now it's getting down to kind of British culture culture versus white culture but then at the same time kind of yeah, a lot of yeah. British culture is kind of in proximity to whiteness in general so but yeah, then like yeah. growing up black British we are very much in proximity of British culture because we're British that yeah. culture is still ours in a, in a sense like because that's not because obviously black people do go to the pub like not not me, not yeah. my family. And they do watch football. But yeah, black people do watch yeah. football. Not not me or my family. But like, but yeah. it's happened. There's there's so other people in my when, family who do watch who do watch football. You know, like I think I think they yeah. support Chelsea or I don't know. Anyway, but um, <laughs> yeah, like. But when that's their main when that's their main like driver, the fact that they have to have like very much the same like race as them it's like if you look outside I'm not begging white British boys to look at me <laughs> look at me because I'm I'm British too but like if you look outside of your race you'll also find people that fall into like your pockets that have similar culture to you like you always see that when groups of black guys there's normally one white guy that like loves black yeah. culture and like say if you're you're a black girl and you're like I only date black guys and then there's this white guy that's in the group that's got a lot in common with you and he loves he loves your culture then you know, you might have a bit more in common with him than some of the yeah, other guys. Like, definitely. So yeah, that's all I'm trying to say is that, like, it shouldn't be, for me, in my eyes, I don't see race being like mm-hmm. the be all and end all. Like, there's a lot more definitely. to people. And, like, that. but, it, and in that sense, like, we, well, we could argue just in general, because race being a surface thing coming down to looks and what you look like. Well, like mm. we've been told not to be so shallow anyway. So <laughs> in that <Yeah>. sense, like <laughs> that that is the thing. And and I feel like we are in this culture at the moment, especially with fetishization and especially with how the the whole mm. kind of mm, blackface, like people are trying to look racially mm. ambiguous and stuff. We're in this culture and stealing black features to look different. We are in this culture mm. where everything is about looks right now and and mm-hmm. then as well, even with how the Kardashians, they all went after black men to get their mixed racially ambiguous mm. children and, you know, stuff like that. Like at the moment from what we're seeing, because yeah. we're in this stunting culture, like, yeah, like <laughs> this is like, we at the same time, we can't blame people because people change who they like going on trends because wasn't it very interesting mm. with this Love Island, how no one was picking the mixed race boy like that was that's the first time like it's like it's like the mixed race boy is going out of trend but everyone wants the dark-skinned black guy like you know that's Mm. because i even saw a a, like a meme the other day where it said something like oh um is he cute or is he just dark-skinned like i saw a meme that said that (laughs) and like that wasn't a thing (laughs) 10 years ago (laughs) <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's dark true. skin boys weren't popular ten years oh, ago, crazy, but now they now dark skin boys are popular. Dark skin boys who are like West African or you know who are African are popular. Yeah, and it's just like mm, that's yeah. interesting. Like now, 
the proximity of being dark skin is is desirable and which I feel like is mainly to this whole influencer culture where they're trying to get their mixed racially ambiguous children and they're realizing that sometimes the mixed race boys aren't their children aren't coming out mixed enough or something weird like that like i've which i think is absolutely I disgusting also think, but <laughs> yeah mm, like i don't condone yeah. that at all i think it's a fetish thing that though, is a as fetish well. thing completely like but, as in as in like a sexual yeah. fetish because people see blackness as yes, masculine yes and this is why dark-skinned women aren't at at this same level mm-hmm. of being fucking yeah. desired as what the men are because white white women and other other ethnicities as well see black men as these like big strong men mm. because blackness correlates in in like white supremacist mindset correlates to like strength and power and like masculinity so i think i think this is one of the main mm-hmm. reasons why white women that go after black men go after them yeah. so hard because they see them as like the the hyper masculine yes, like fucking warriors definitely definitely that 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 their parents it's like the forbidden fruit thing their parents won't like yes. them but um completely but i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's it definitely um but yeah and i just sorry i just want to quickly come back to this point because i wanted to make this point as well just on the podcast mm. because um when you kind of questioned about oh are you fetishizing the fact that you would like to have black children and stuff like that like i thought it was mm. interesting that yeah. you were questioning yourself on fetishization wanting black mm. children when like you feel close proximity to your blackness yeah when kind of if i yeah. said i want black children that wouldn't be seen as a fetish that wouldn't be seen as I'm yeah, fetishizing my true. kids, you know? Cause like at the end of the day, yeah. that would be seen as, oh, I want I want my children to look like me. I want to bring up children who are like me. Mm-hmm. I want to bring up children who will have a similar experience that I did, but I can help them in that experience. And I don't and mm. like why to you being mixed race, being and being mixed race light skin, why does that mean that you are fetishizing wanting black children just because just because your proximity to blackness gets questioned i don't feel like that's a reason that you should feel any less of want of wanting something of your children like even and because at the end of the day you're not Mm. you're not going out fetishizing trying to pursue that person in in those yeah, ways true. To, for the specific purpose, for that yeah, purpose. To have a kid. <laughs> so yeah i just wanted to bring mm. that back because i feel like especially in this era where we're all so woke <laughs> like we need mm. to like give ourselves a break sometimes it's okay for us to want something it's okay to have these thoughts that don't that doesn't mean that you're um that you're any less kind of that you're any less aware of these things it just means that oh this is something yeah, you thought yeah. about you would like it but obviously it's not a big deal because you're going to love your children how like however and um because mm-hmm. that's and even yeah. in the case of me always saying yeah i prefer to date black guys like and i would put my and i put my preferences as a deal breaker on hinge like i do that just more of the of mm-hmm. the, so there can be more of a chance i can go on dates so i don't have to be going through mm-hmm. swiping swiping liking people who aren't going to like me back that's like i do that so i can have a better dating experience but it doesn't mean that like if i met someone who was of a different race and whatever in person and you know they they were pursuing me they liked me blah 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 and we went on dates like i would not be 
close off from that. However, it has not happened in my experience. Mm-hmm. And my experience is, yeah, is yeah. mainly on these dating apps. And I just like right now, like I don't want to divert from like from just your goal. <laughs> not from my goal. <laughs> I don't want to divert from the fact that I like I know where I'm desired and let me have a good experience yeah, yeah. doing that and pursuing that. Cause um yeah, like because even mm-hmm. so I still have to go through the black people who don't like black girls. Like and I still I'm still kind of like I still yeah. question those profiles and look through the profiles and find all the hints as well. So you know, I go yeah. through everything. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah, that one that you sent me where it's like, um, don't chat to me if you've got lip filler no, or something said, like that. Like, it's you just don't like, chat to me if you don't have lips, if you don't have a top lip. That's what it said. Yeah, if you don't have lips. And then it said, finish And then off the, the other one was said, about... Finish yeah. off the sentence. Go on. Iskaba. Iskaba. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> I was like, this guy only dates white women. And then, and then there was another yeah. one that said, oh, you should only go out of me if you know what planting is. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like they're trying to do the black test to, like, yeah. white people. That, their profile isn't set up for other black people. <laughs> Literally. Oh, gosh. Madness. So funny. But, um, mm. yeah. Do you have any final comments on this conversation? Yeah. Or- no. Yeah. That's it. I feel like we'll probably talk about this again some yeah. other time because, you know, it's... Uh, interesting it topic is. But, but I feel yeah. like we just had a really well rounded conversation on that so do I yeah. yeah like I don't know what else I'd add but I feel like if we're watching more of these dating shows mm-hmm. it would be interesting to see if stuff like this comes yeah. up a little bit more and even like specific about yeah, their and preference so, and they should reference this episode of the of the podcast because it's like I'm sorry like in some cases yeah, just like and this is why I feel like Hinge is doing a service because obviously you can turn the deal breaker on and off so it's like it's not about you don't have mm. to have it so you only see that but then at the end of the day I feel like there's people on Hinge who are who are of ethnic minorities who are who are behind mm-hmm. like developing the app and helping make this um and helping with the ux of the app because like yeah. just like how when i say oh yeah on my netflix i see black people on there they just put the thumbnails of the one black person in the show and then people are telling me oh you, sh- mm. you can complain about that why would i complain like i want to see black people i want to see people who look like yeah. me but like <laughs> just in that case they have people who are actually kind of aware of these things and aware of actually some safeguarding needs to be brought into account and the fact that and even mm. kind of like they've probably gone through the statistics of kind of southeast asian southeast asian men being the least desirable and black women yeah. being the least de- desirable how can we still get them having a good dating experience on these dating apps dating, yeah and i feel like they've really gone through that and as well with making their interface, like I'm sorry, I'm going into like a proper review of Hinge, but um, <laughs> making their interface more like Instagram, more like social media, rather than swiping like people are disposable. Yeah, definitely. Like even that, it just gives you a bit more kind of reflection on the people behind the profile, not just mm-hmm. oh this guy's ugly, swipe, or oh this guy's black, swipe right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, because you yeah, can't. Yeah. <laughs> No, just trying to give a good experience for for everyone and I just feel like that um that's what Hinge is doing right and they are not paying us for this <laughs> exposure. No, they, and they should, should be. Sponsor literally us. sponsor us Hinge because like we've literally I've literally gone and 
gone through all of everything. I've gone through like to the skeleton and how you how you actually developing this app now. Yeah, like um, more people will probably sign up because they're thinking, oh shit, I don't have to yeah. be swiping right on every single black person lowering my standards. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone at Hinge yeah. on Twitter and yeah. to and hashtag Injected Podcast <laughs> while you do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> We hope that you enjoyed this episode, guys. <laughs> That's going to be it from us this week. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Do you have an injection? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. You go. <laughs> I've got one. Um, okay. Oh, I'd never do them that actually relate to topics because I prepared them okay. before. But anyway, um, this one is hold yourself to a personal standard. Define success, excellence and growth I for yourself. I feel like that kind of fits though with what we've been talking about. You know, you can still have your standards. Yeah. Um, it's okay, what, what's mine going to be? Hmm, I don't even know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I've just found this piece of paper. Look, why is it like soaked in oil? <laughs> what the fuck? What have you been doing? <laughs> I don't know. It's on my table. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, my wow. injector is... I think I want mine to be standards as well. Like, don't lower your standards for... Yeah. Like, and even just try... Actually, mine's going to be like, you know what? Guys, be woke, be aware, but like, don't let that kind of deflate you and question everything that you do in your life because you know what we're still human mm. we do live in a capitalist society we are going to be contributing to cat- ca- mm. to capitalism everywhere we turn like there's literally no way we can get around it and um like if mm. you're consciously trying to do things and consciously trying to learn things and consciously you know like doing the things that you can like try not to be so hard on yourself if there's things that you can't do and if you can't do everything yeah. because you know what like we we're in a capitalist world so phys- it's physically impossible mm-hmm. not to um yeah so that's that's going to be mine yeah, yeah. I like that anyway uh, yeah anyway. so Let's wrap yeah, up. you can find us at injectit underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. Tweet us, use the hashtag injectit podcast. Ha- yeah, hashtag injectit podcast. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. like <laughs> let us know. Tag Hinge as well at Hinge to be like, look, uh, I've gone and gone and like dis. What's what's the words? Dissected the the UI and everything. Yeah, of why it's why it's the best dating app. So like, you no, know you guys at them and just let them know that we're talking up the things, um, and mm-hmm. and leave us a review yeah, as well on Apple five star um, review Apple, please because yeah we haven't had one of them in a while. It'd be really nice and we'll yeah love you and we'll forever. might give you a cheeky little shout out. But if you want to be anonymous, you can stay anonymous, guys. Mm. But um, yeah, we'll still say thank mm. you. And um, yeah, um, thanks for listening. Um, I'm Alexandra. You can find me at A-L-X-N-D-R underscore N-I-C on Instagram. I'm Diana, and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. Yeah. Love you all. Thanks, thanks for, listening. for listening, guys. And have a great day and a great rest, rest of your week. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.